Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New You. Can you believe it's 2022? <laughs> Did you know that Echo could be your place, your people, and your purpose? Yes, it's true. Take your first step into this life-giving local church and find the community and the support that you've been hoping mm -hmm. for. Let us know that you're out there. Comment, like, share. People, are you interested in participating in a short-term mission trip? If so, we have an informational meeting on January 16th at 11.45 at the Castle. Join us to find out more about our trips to the LA Dream Center and a Mexico mission trip to Esperanza Viva Orphanage. Both amazing trips to experience. That's right. And lastly, are you interested in leading a table community? Let us know what type of group you'd like to lead or how about this, what type of group you'd like to participate in. Mm -hmm. You can email us at hey at wearetheecho.church. Do it. If you are looking to give or give through Echo today, you can head to our website, text any amount to 84321, or do something else. What else can they do? Nothing. Oh, Church Center app. That's it. Thank you for your generosity. Enjoy Echo <laughs> Online Service.
God, you're so good. We just worship you. We give you our full attention this morning. Today, this is a house of worship.
a beautiful time to sing that as we go into the holiday season and there's a lot of family dynamics I think everybody has a little bit of something in their family that they're thinking about as they go into the holidays whether it's good or bad and I just feel like the Lord wants to remind you that he's still working he's still speaking he's still moving even in the places that feel like he's not he is and that our presence as we walk into holiday parties or even if it's just a phone call He's doing something through that. And um, I just want to sing that again and just let your faith rise up. Be reminded, remind yourself that God is still moving. God is still speaking. He's still doing all the good things that he does and he's still working. So let's sing that one more time. I still believe you're moving. I still believe you're speaking. God, I believe you're working. All things for good. I fix my eyes on God, I receive your vision. God, I believe your work and all things for good. God, we come to you right now and we claim that this is a house of miracles. God, the line in that last song that I receive your vision. God, I pray for the people in this room to be able to receive your love, to receive hope, to receive just new perspective. God, shift our eyes on you. And I just pray for the heaviness of this season. I pray for the joy of this season, God. And I just pray that it all comes together and it's a beautiful collision, God. But I pray that we can come together and we can sing to you and find things to give you praise for this morning, God. I pray for the miracles that people are clinging and asking for right now, Jesus. I just pray for every single person in this room to leave with renewed hope, to leave with renewed vision, God, and we just give you today. Thank you. In your heavenly name, amen. Echoes Big Give, and it was our single largest offering offering we've ever taken. And, 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 and it is just super exciting because of your generosity, getting behind the vision uh, of the Here to Stay initiative, yet the generous initiative. And because of your generosity, last week we raised $53,000, um, which is is absolutely phenomenal. At the same time, I understand this is because of the weather. Many of you were not here. 
Uh, and so the Echo Big Give doesn't need to be done yet. And I actually have in my heart, and Christy just said it randomly today, just and she didn't even know this, but I believe by the end of the year, we could raise $100,000 because of your generosity and you believing in the vision and the Lord speaking to you about what you're supposed to give if you haven't given yet. And so there's a, there was an offering that was large on Sunday. And then throughout the week, there was consistent giving. And I believe that now until the end of the year, we could really, uh, really prepare ourselves for the future and then also make it lasting impact uh, in Echo, in, in the city, and locally, globally, and then through church planning. I talked to you all about that. But anyway, I just, I, there's some good things that are going on here at Echo. And I just felt like you needed to know that. And so uh, anyway, just thank you. Look at your neighbor and look, look, at, look at them and say, thank you. We are in a series right now called Christ More. It's not a typo. It is our attempt to say, you know what we need? We need more of Jesus in this season. Can I hear an amen? Amen. We need a more Jesus in this season. If you're anything like me, uh, with all the lights and, and all the gifts and all the challenging things or all the, all the fun festivities, and, and actually sometimes it is challenging uh, because you got to go places and, and there's tension and all that stuff. All the things that kind of are wrapped up in a bow when it comes to Christmas. It's so easy to kind of squeeze Jesus out of the season. And what I want to do just uh, in, this, in this series called Christ More is just put Jesus at the top of the headline again. Yeah and say, this is what it is all about. And we wanna celebrate uh, Jesus Christ as our Lord. Lord. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Now, with that in mind, we've been leaning into the text from Matthew 2, uh, verse one through 11. And I'm not gonna read the uh, the whole scripture this week, but contextually what's happening is there are some astrologers or some dream tellers. There's some spiritual individuals and they had heard about this prophetic Uh, component of this king coming to the earth. But they also saw something in their, you know, their spiritual vein of of sorts. And they saw something in the stars that led them to Jerusalem, led them to Israel. And and, and in that moment, they start asking people around that location of of Israel, like, hey, what do you know? What what is supposed to come? And, And eventually they're led by the star, but yet led by the prophetic components of Jesus is coming, really, the Savior's coming, the Christ coming. They were led to Bethlehem. And this is what happens is when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Look at your neighbor and say, overjoyed. Overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. And then they opened their treasures and they presented him gifts of gold, frankincense, frankincense, and myrrh. Look at your neighbor and say myrrh. myrrh. What I want to do today is just really quickly is I want to go ahead and emphasize on these three gifts just really quickly. And then what I want to do is receive from the gifts that we call the prams. And, and they're going to just lead us uh, in kind of a holiday concert of sorts and yet worship uh, here towards the end. And so you guys only have me just for a few moments. And so count your blessings. It's a good day today. Uh, but anyway, what I want to do is, is just kind of lean in a little bit to the gifts of gold, okay? So there's gold, frankincense, and myrrh. What I want to, for you to understand is when it comes to gold, when 
when the, the, the wise men, the, the magi, whatever you wanna call them, the group of individuals that came to see Jesus and Mary, when they gave a gift of gold, you need to see that as a gift of provision. It was a gift of provision. And let me help you understand the circumstance. Mary and Joseph overnight are marginalized because of a calling and because of the incoming birth of Christ. So before the, before the angel came to Mary, things were pretty comfortable. They were, they were going pretty easy. Before the dream that Joseph had and his experience with the angel, I mean, he had a certain plan and, and he was a moral person and he was gonna follow the law and, and he had his, like, his, his 10 years, 30 year plan out in front of him. But then all of a sudden God interrupts their plans. And because of that interruption, they were really thrusted into the margins of society. And it's looking pretty bleak at that moment. And so when they have Jesus, it's this exciting moment, yet it's this, like when, when reality hits the floor, they don't have much. I mean, really, they, they may not even have a family to go back to. They may not be accepted back into their, 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 their previous scenario. And so, so what's significant about this gift of gold is the magis, uh, magi are being led, I believe, by God, is this is a gift of provision. Even though it's a tragic and awesome, I mean, it's an awesome scenario, right? They have a child, yet it's tragic to them because they lost everything in just a slight moment. We need to see this as God seeing us in moments that are tragic, and yet we know that God is faithful and that God is the God of provision, that God is the God who sees you in your current circumstance, good or bad, and he has got your back. Look at your neighbor and say, he's got your back. The gifts of gold. Then there was the gifts of frankincense. What you need to know and understand about the frankincense is this was a reminder of a prophetic promise. It was really in the Old Testament, if you start doing some study about frankincense and what it's all about is it is a reminder of a future hope for a hopeless group of people from time to time. In fact, what you can do is you can see that the frankincense is directly related to grain offering spoken about in the book of Leviticus, the book that you kind of get to and begin to skip over because there are so many details about uh, their spiritual faith. But really, but the book of Levit Leviticus is this book of instructions to Israel to help them live within the presence of God. So let me, let me just, let me, I want you to hear this. When we hear the gifts of gold, it is something to do with provision. It's God's sustainability for Joseph and Mary and the Christ child, Jesus. And then when it comes to frankincense, it's this, it's this reminder of God saying, hey, this is the future hope. In fact, the future hope is now. And guess what? This future hope of a Christ child is the means and method to live within the presence of God. And that's, I mean, it's so cool to see some of those little details within this story. But really what I wanna talk about today is myrrh. Everybody look at your neighbor and say myrrh. I mean, I kind of get some grit there, you know, like maybe sound like a, a sheep or something. Myrrh, myrrh. My daughter came up with a joke the other day. This has nothing to do with the message. This is just in this moment. She asked me the other day, she's like, what kind of uh, swimsuit does a sheep wear? A bikini. Bikini, you get it? I need some party pants here today. 
But back to myrrh, myrrh was this bitter gum. It was this antiseptic, in fact, uh, material, and it was also used as a burial spice. And many of you know that. This is what you've heard. But what I also want to make reference to is in the Old Testament, it's actually used in reference for joyous activity and festive activities. I want you to understand myrrh in a different light today. Yes, it has something to do with death and burial, but it has a lot more to do with joy and gladness and a really big party. And we can see that in Psalms. And and so when they're giving Jesus this gift of myrrh, yes, it's pointing to this. And I mentioned this word again, I'm going to say it again, but it's this paradoxical gift that yes, it's a a gift that presents, you know, presents this, this future death that might take place for Jesus or will take place for Jesus. Yet it's this gift that's supposed to be joyous. It's supposed to be surrounded with gladness. And I want to show you that this morning really quickly. In Psalms 45, 7 and 8, it says, you love righteous and you hate the wick and you hate wickedness. You love righteousness and you hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. With the oil, what is the oil of joy? All of your robes are fragrant with myrrh. With myrrh, this, 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 this oil of joy had, had a lot to do with this fragrance of myrrh and there's aloes and cassia. And then it says this, and from palaces adorned with ivory, with music of the strings that make you glad. Myrrh was supposed to be this scent was supposed to be this reminder of joy and gladness. There's another reference in in the Bible that I want to just quickly uh, talk about, and that's the Exodus 30, verse 23. It's this reference of this sacred festival. And the Lord says to Moses, and he says this, he says, take the following fine spices. And then he says, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh and other oils and other spices. And then what you're supposed to do with it is you're supposed to anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them to serve me as priests. So you're supposed to anoint these priests and when they're anointed with these oils and they have this scent and they have this blessing, say to the Israelites, this is to be my sacred anointing oil for the generations to come. And I want to tell you this, is you guys are called, we are called to be a kingdom of priests. And if they anointed uh, Aaron and and his sons and the priests that serve the Israelites with this myrrh that's supposed to make reference to joy, God wants to do the same thing in our life. He wants to begin to anoint us with joy that is beyond ourselves. So again, like I had mentioned, it is this paradoxical reference of myrrh that in the midst of tough situations, joy can still be present, which evokes another story in the Bible about this woman named Esther. And it looks like the Israelites are gonna be eradicated from the world, from this earth. And and there's this beauty pageant and Esther's picked to, to, to really... Uh, be positioned to be a tool of God for a kingdom that needed hope. And you know what they did before she went in front of the king? They anointed her 
with myrrh. And how many of you want to bet when she went and displayed herself before the king that she wasn't depressed? She wasn't annoyed. I guarantee you she came in there with a lot of joy. Because I can tell you this, no king is going to pick a crabby princess. I can just tell you this. And she came in there with joy and she was anointed with myrrh and she was gonna smell good and she was gonna look good. And then, and, and I just wanna say, it's just this illustration that, that really God uses his people and that, that reference to myrrh with that reference and understanding that with myrrh, there's supposed to be joy. And I can just tell you this is that, that we are supposed to be people of joy. Now, there's two types of joy that I want to tell you about today, and then we're going to conclude. Now, number one, and what you're, and all of us are understanding, or uh, we understand this type of joy, it's, called, it's what I call circumstantial joy, or what I call gladness or happiness. It's a joy that lasts for a moment. And when we're talking about Christmas, we're talking about gifts, it's that type of joy. It's the anticipation of what is supposed to come. If you're anything like me, like when I was a child, my mom would begin to put gifts underneath the present or underneath the tree. And, 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 and when she wasn't looking, I would pick up those, children, don't do this, this is not allowed. But I would begin to pick up those presents and you, how many of you know I would shake that as hard as I could to see what was in it. I would begin to smell it, right? I, I would just check in on the weight and then when she wasn't look at, looking, I might just rip the package, oh so slightly. <laughs> Because there was this joy of anticipation. I mean, what brings you joy? Circumstantially, what brings you joy? You know what brings me joy? Is good coffee. Yeah. Good coffee versus milk with a splash of coffee, if you know what I mean. Oh, digging on some people here today. But for some other people, you just really like milk with a splash of coffee. That brings you joy. And, and you know, you be you. It's all right. It's all right. But there's certain things that bring you joy. If you lost your tastes in this last two years, you all know the taste brings you joy. It brings you joy. It's good. Food is good. It brings you, it can bring you joy. How about this family time? Christy and I took our daughters out to a, a local restaurant here this last week. And, uh, and really it was this joyous activity of us around the table and enjoying each other's company. You know what else brings me joy is when my kids can get along with, with each other for more than five minutes. <laughs> Circumstantial joy. It's a, beautiful, it's, a boy, it's a beautiful thing. The other thing that brings me joy is words of encouragement. My parents are here today. They're, they're, they're great parents. And, and what they do from time to time, and, and, and actually pretty often, is they will look at me and they'll tell me as their son that they're proud of me. How many know that brings me joy? And that I'm thankful, it's circumstantial, uh, circumstantial type of joy. Another thing that brings me joy is finishing what I started. Uh, how many, how, how about this? I, I've got a lot of open projects, I guess. How about this, finishing a puzzle and having all the pieces? Can I hear an amen? There is joy of the Lord in this place. Um, the other thing that brings me joy is pranking Christy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just fun. Uh, it, and, and I don't really have to work hard to do it. And, and just the other day I was coming downstairs. She was, uh, 
uh, organizing our storage unit and uh, she was working down there and I just wanted to check on her really. Um, but in the midst of checking on her, I turned my camera on <laughs> to say hi to her and see if she would notice me and maybe freak out just a little bit. She's a little, slightly jumpy. And then she freaked out. And it brought me so much joy. And I, I guess, I'm just wondering, do you want to have some joy? Hey, let's hear for Christy. Circumstantial. I, I want this joy to last longer. Keep that on screen just for a few more minutes. No, take it off or otherwise I'm sleeping on the couch and there will be no joy. No joy. But circumstantial joy, I mean, there's certain things that bring you joy and, and uh, we're all different and different, you know, and anyway, I'm getting nervous up here now, but <laughs> I think you get my point. There are good things that the Lord has created that are meant to give you joy. So enjoy them. But there's also, there's also what, what I call anointing joy. It's what I call eternal joy. Let me say it like this. I, I think it's the purpose of joy. It's the calling of joy that God has over your life. Your life. Joy is, is, is created by God to last eternal. And it's that image in the Old Testament where, where the priests are going to be anointed with joy and that they have been, or oil, Tons of oil has been poured over them and they're dripping with oil. And I want you to smell. I want you to see. I want you to envision your life being soaked with joy. It's not a joy that we can take. It's not a joy that we can purchase. It's the joy that's given by God. It's only God that can anoint you. And, and, and really, really quickly, I just wanna, wanna let you know that, that the only way we can receive that joy, I believe, is by the pres be being in the presence of God and receiving that anointing of joy and gladness. And the longer we hang out in God's presence, the more joy we received. I think that's why it's important to be a part of a local church community is to lean in and allow God's fragrant joy to rest upon your life. I believe there's no joy that's eternal in your life, then there's no proof of the presence of God in your life. So where does joy come from? It's, a, it's anointed joy that's given by God. I also believe that joy is transferable from the presence of anointed people. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you've ever been a part or been around people that are anointed with joy, you get that. And that's contagious. That's what the joy of the Lord is. And I also look at this season and this season, I believe there's more, there's seasons that maybe aren't as joyous as other seasons. And I think the Christmas season, if we're putting Jesus at the center of it, there's gonna be more joy that's eternal in your life. So I guess what I'm trying to tell you today is this, is we all need more joy in our life. 
We need more joy in our life for those that are slower. We need to begin to enjoy this season because the Lord is in the business of doing miracles. And you know, some of you walked in this space and you don't have joy. Some of you walked into Echo, have a relationship with God. And it doesn't have to be like that. God wants to invite you and he wants to anoint you with joy. And it's a free gift. And every week we invite people to take a step towards God because God is sitting at the edge of his seat waiting to run towards you. And today we're gonna pray a prayer that we pray every week. And we accept Jesus into our life. Put Jesus at the center of our life. And I believe in the midst of this prayer, God is going to, to anoint you with joy and with gladness. Echo Church, can we stand up? Can we pray this prayer as we do every week and those to pray it for the very first time? Let us pray. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. Is God good, everybody? Now, what I love about what's going to happen next is this, is I believe there are certain individuals that have been given the gift of joy. And two of those individuals are the prams. You are a gift to us. And we enjoy what the Lord has given you. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being bold, stepping out, going against the grain, not getting a normal nine to five and living within the calling that God has on your life. And today, man, it is our joy to truly sit under and just receive what the Lord has given to you today. So blessings. Let me pray for this next few moments. They're gonna have a lot of fun and you guys can sit down again. Uh, But Jesus, we receive your joy today. We receive your miracle. God, it's not something we can buy. It's not something that we can take, but it's something that you can pour over us today. So we ask that you would use this ne- the next 20, 25 minutes, God, 30 minutes. God, you would use this beautiful couple, their gifts and your spirit to transform us from the inside out. That when we leave Echo today, we are full of joy that is not only circumstantial, but is eternal to make a difference in the world around us. In Jesus' name, and if you agree with that, would you shout amen? Amen. (laughs) All the Christmas classics, we wrote those. Yeah.
But I don't wanna get caught up in this So I keep telling myself There's nothing you can do about it Just keep your head up, keep your head Don't sweat it There's a gold in you Don't let somebody take it Just keep your head up, keep your head Don't sweat it, don't stress out Um, that song's called Don't Stress Out. Is there any way to get some of the reverb out of my ears? Sorry, it's just a lot We're of... just swimming up here. Just a lot of me. Just need a little less of me. Um, that was called Don't Stress Out, and we actually released an EP this last year. I think this last year. Yeah, a four songs, just acoustic, um, and that was on it. You can find all of our stuff on all the places, you know, iTunes, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. All of those places. We also do have some merch. I might as well just say it right now. We have some merch in the back. Don't say have, it now. We do have CDs. Does any has anyone buy a CD these days? Like, what was the last We're CD you bought? We're having a fire sale on CDs. <laughs> yes. I can't even remember the last CD I bought. I, yeah. Do you remember the last CD you bought? Mm, no. Yeah, I can't. I'm like, was it DC Talk? Was it one of those? Maybe. <laughs> Um, anyways, if you want a CD, maybe just a gift to somebody else, and they could put it in their car or their discman or whatever. How about if you want a CD, just take one. <laughs> just take one. Because we don't want to take There will be someone home. taking payment up there, but just like, go and just walk off with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. We have shirts and all that kind of stuff, too, so feel free to check that out afterwards. Some of the shirts, we have, like, two left, so also, please just buy those, because we don't want to take them home. Okay. So if you were here a couple of years ago, we played some songs for you guys too, and there's this song that is a favorite in Minnesota, and you probably think that we're going to end the show with it, but we can't do that again, so we're going to play it right now, okay? West Virginia, we never met, but I keep hearing people sing about your name. There's always one place that I Wow, there's lyrics up there even. Cool. California. Yeah, we met. The perfect weather. 
Okay. We need you guys to help us sing with this one, okay? This is one you're, you're going to know that we obviously wrote it. Clearly wrote it. I can do this forever. I've got those J I N G L E bells. J-I-N-G-L-E You guys can spell. I like that you can spell in here. 
We're spelling jingle bells if you hadn't caught it yet. Feel through the snow in one horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on Baptist ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing and sleigh and song tonight. I got those J-I-N-G. How fast can you spell? I've got those J I N G L E bells. Those holiday J I N G L E bells. I've got those J I N G L E B E double L S. I've got those J I N G L E bells. I was going too fast to get that right on. Um, this next song is called Now That We're Far, and we wrote it during 2020. Um, we just realized that so many things about 2020 made us feel different about people. I remember like going into a store and just being like, stay away from me, don't come close, don't make eye contact, don't breathe on me, all these things. Um, and so there's a lot of negative side effects of that. But also there was some really positive things where I think we started to see a lot of honesty and a lot of true colors and a lot of people just realizing their need for each other. Um, so this song just reflects that and how much we need each other and how much um, being divided and far apart made us see each other a little bit clearly. Between us, paper thin, nothing's quite what it seems. It's a brave world we're living in, seeing sparks in dark places, finding something to believe. And now that we're far, I see you closer. to hold you 
okay, do you guys want to stand up with us? We're going to sing a couple songs together, if that's okay.
we give you all the glory. You're so worthy of it in this season, especially we just look to you and give you all the glory. It's all about you. Help us to remember that this week and the following weeks, God. Well, we just want to sing one more song and we actually, you can stay standing. We're actually just going to sing it over you. So don't you dare sing along. No, you can sing. We are going to sing it over you, but thank you again for having us. We'd love to talk with you afterwards. Um, yeah, thanks again. gotten to hear a lot of messages about 
the gifts of the Magi. And I think it's interesting. I've never heard the idea of maybe the joy tied to the myrrh. I've heard the burial spice piece and the upcoming, man, the, the fact that Jesus was gonna die. And it made me think of this conversation I had with my wife recently, which was, you know, just so you know, this is exactly what I said. I said, just so you know, if you have to plan my funeral, it better be awesome. Like it better be, it better be rad. Like it better be, like it better be reminiscent of the life that we lived, not this like somber, only sad moment. And I think it's interesting that a spice that's tied to burial would also be tied to joy. And so I just think about, uh, I had a conversation with some guys this morning about the fact that Christmas was always something I looked forward to. But for a lot of us in this season, it's a reminder of pain or, or hard times, or maybe this is the first Christmas without somebody, or there's those things like that. And I'm kind of reminded of this idea of, of myrrh, which is there's some, hard, there's some hard pieces to this, but there's also some joy to be had. So just be encouraged this holiday season, you guys. Huh? Myrrh joy, myrrh joy. I love that joke, by the way. Probably more than I should, but I really like that. Uh, you know, one of the things we like to do here at Echo is we like to celebrate. And so we'd love to celebrate those that said that prayer today for the very first time. Let's celebrate. And I brought this up here with me because I met so many new people and said hi to so many new people this morning that I didn't necessarily recognize. So what I want you to do is if that's you and you're new to Echo, one, we want to celebrate that you're here. Let's give it up for those people. 